living living with Jonathan and Katie. Welcome. Welcome. Living with Jonathan and Katie. I am here. Okay, this is very exciting. Hold please. We have a new we have a special guest today. Oh god. So Look at my is, son. Look so at our hair is, color. This is one of your future victims. <laughs> it actually is a previous victim that I've transformed. <laughs> so um I just I call this, I know this is technically like known as a cat, but to me it's known as um a not fully formed skeleton. <laughs> so, you know, because Katie, as we know, collects skeletons, collects skeletons, so of all species. Right. Um, and what's the gato's name? Cat. Baguette. Baguette. Because you can see what he's long and thin and he just lies in one straight line in my oven. <laughs> <laughs> No, he really does. Everywhere when, he goes. And when he's fat enough, then you'll twist then the knobs. And add a little gingerbread in there. Um, yeah, he, la he lays in one, one straight line, and he's the color of perfectly toasted baguette. He doesn't really look like that color. <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry, sorry. No, but I did. When I told the lady at the animal hospital um, his name, she, like, started dying laughing, and I was like, if she hears it, pet names all day long and that's that funny that's got to be his name are you sure she wasn't actually... fucking with you and was like ah, 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 that's, ah, funny. that's so funny <laughs> i am sad because i actually i i do think pet names that are human names are very funny like diane you know keaton diane or... kitten <laughs> diane kitten <laughs> diane kitten there you go diane kitten is the best cat name ever it's very it. funny that or like greg <laughs> just greg that makes me laugh. He is a boy, um, but I do keep changing genders. I, because he just, he's a sweet little kitty girl, you know? Yeah, so, a boy can be a girl. Yeah, and he's, I'm getting his, um, as we talked about, I think he's getting fixed in like two weeks, so. Don't tell JK, though. So stay, stay tuned for something in the mail. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I would probably be reported if I was like, can I, can I keep it? And then they would be like, no. But um, no, he'll be, he's very sweet and calm other than when he's clawing at my face. Uh, this is you asking for it. Can I keep the, can I keep it? Can I keep the balls? Don't worry. <laughs> it's just, it's just for spells and things. That's it's a, joke. it's like, no, I, just, I would just be like, it's just for my podcast. And then he'd be like, I hate being a vet in LA. Everybody has a fucking podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, he's amazing. Love of my life thus far. We have the same coloring, literally. You know what's fun about cats? It doesn't cats? look like that. She, he looks red and you look blonde. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually really am excited for him to get fixed because, you know, they shave their bellies and, you know, their skin is, is their stripes. It's like, did you know that? No. I, all cat skin is actually, like, whatever their markings are, it's actually the stripings of their skin. Isn't really? that witchy? Yeah, it's really cool. So meaning the pattern in their fur is matched on their skin? Yeah. It's like oh. weird because I don't know how or why. It's really weird. But like, yeah, if you like shaved a tiger down, its its skin would have the stripes. Wow. So basically, ca cats have multicolored skin areas, and then the hair is basically just the same color as that skin in that yeah. area. Yeah. It's like they have fun Dang. little leotard leotards on, and then the leotards grow the fur. Um, but it's very cute. He's gonna have a shaved little tummy, and then. I like him to be nude around me. Okay, I, I don't know why this cat has made me a fucking psychopath. 
Yeah, and you're so excited to cut off this cat's balls. I'm not, but it'll make him calmer. And that's why I do that to all my boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> that's why when you asked me out that time, I said no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, how's your day been? What are you doing? Nothing. I haven't been doing a goddamn thing. I didn't do anything today except for make coffee. And I woke because, up so late. Because of the color of your shirt, you do look like you're becoming the wall. Do you see that? No, I can see the color. I can see the difference, you know? Well, I can see the difference in the color behind, between Baguette and myself. Although Nike's always like, you should change the background in, your, in the room because Katie's looks so nice and yours looks so bad. And I'm like, girl, you're asking a lot. <laughs> you're asking a lot. Mark did, my friend Mark did tell me that it looks like um, I, I Skype with you where you're in my basement where I keep <laughs> Um, you're like, I'm like literally right below, oh, just one floor below you. And you're like, I just like knocked down on a broom. Hi, baby. How are you? <laughs> I open your little trap door and feed you a little fruit roll up. You're like, how's being trapped in my basement? <laughs> Tell you're bulking one fruit roll up at a time. Girl, you are don't you... know, you don't know how to bulk. You need to throw down like pig slop in order for me to get fatter. Truly, ter that's such a horrifying image. Katie has me stuck. <laughs> Katie has People me stuck. <laughs> she has me stuck in her basement, feeding me pig slop to fatten me up for her baby tiger when it gets grown. I am full Carol Baskin now. I'm like, isn't he matching me? Oh, so funny that Carol Baskin said <laughs> when someone asked her about Chloe Feynman's impression on Saturday Night Live about her, um, she said, "quote." I just want to slap that girl. <laughs> That's the best. True high praise. Yeah. Who is someone that you wish hated you? That I wish? Like a famous person that you were like, oh, I would love if they hated me. Um, I don't know. What about you? Like a Tommy Laren, I guess. I guess, but that's not that fun because it's like. Because we hate her. Yeah, because we already hate her and she's just so stupid. Like, she's like, hey, yeah. when you listen to her, you're like, you're really stupid. Like, you're like, a people like her made me realize, and so many people like on Fox News have made me realize, like, there are just like legit stupid people, stupid. I mean, I'm not trying to be even derogatory, just in intellectually not there fully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My favorite thing about uh, Tommy, though, Tammy, whatever the hell her name is, is that her look is very, it's totally like 2006 sorority girl, like flat iron, bleach blonde hair, yeah. a like heavy, heavy, you know, like smoky eye eyeliner. I just love that she was like, this is my look and I'm sticking to it, even though she seems to have been too young in 2006 to wear it originally, but anyway. Yeah, she's like my age. She's like from my, like we could have gone to high school together. Me and Tommy Lauren are like, she's very young and people, she has this insane platform and people like eat what she's saying up. <laughs> it's insane. And the way she structures her arguments on her show are, I mean, it is just comical. I've watched a lot of, I've watched a lot of her stuff because it is, it's amazing in the worst possible way. Like some of these shows are absolutely amazing. I feel like what it is, is these are just the type of women that all would just say like, America, in America. No, 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 no. She, she screams and she is angry 
talking to the camera and all her stuff is like based off of her emotion it's really not like rooted in fact she she just doesn't her show is not rooted in fact in in any way it's all just like her opinions on things that she's passing off as like political fact or like facts about social issues it's insane insane but it's it's a similar way with like a lot of other like um i know she's not on fox um uh news but like it's the same with a lot of like fox news hosts where like the 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 male version of her in terms of the level of stupidity and aggressiveness is tucker carlson have you seen his show yeah i mean he though i do believe is willfully stupid like she i think is legitimately stupid he i think um is someone like that has no heart or soul and just says stuff that he knows is not true um just you know for ratings and for his show and to please his little overlords you know who are the sponsors on these shows? Because I, to be honest, I don't really consume these shows because I couldn't stand them. But is it always just like America's Heartland Cheese or something? Yeah, it's like stuff like that. Um, yeah, but there's plenty of, there's actually plenty of legitimate um, corporate sponsors uh, for Fox News. Like like Coke and Pepsi or like? Well, I don't know about, I don't know about that. But um, I mean, I, I don't know um, the exact sponsors to list for you're you. You're not a media buyer for Fox News. Yeah, no, I I don't know what you want from me, but <laughs> I don't um, know what you want. <laughs> you're like you're like name all the no, but what I'm saying is there's actual corporations that do support these conservative people. I mean, look at like for the longest time, Target supported like super conservative anti-gay politicians. I a mean, they of, yeah, they, they all funnel pack money, so they don't care. Yeah, like that's the thing. Um, I know SNL makes fun of um, uh like Laura Ingram for her commercials, like just like because so many sponsors have pulled out. And that is true. There's a lot of sponsors that pull out of those people uh, out, out from advertising at certain those Fox News shows. Um, but there's still plenty of companies that still advertise with them. I do have to say, though, that there is some truth in terms of weird, like almost infomercially like products that are only advertised on like those super conservative channels. Um, and obviously you could tell that they've just replaced some of the bigger corporate sponsors that have pulled out with these like lesser known, like more wacky looking, uh, products. So there is some truth to that in terms of, but it's not just all that. There are definitely like, you know, dish soap brands that are advertising with them. So I would think it would have to be like janky, weird stuff or stuff for just the elderly geriatrics. Yes. G Remember Jitterbug? Jitterbug. <laughs> Remember Jitterbug? What was it? What was it for? I know the song, but what was this for? Jitterbug was. A, oh, it was the little scooter. No. no, Jitterbug was in the late two thousands. Was a special phone made for old people who felt like these new Blackberries and Motorola razors, and now these new <laughs> iPhones that were coming out were too much. So it was like a flip phone, like a little flip phone. And the numbers were like humongous. <laughs> like toy was, toddler numbers? Yes. And there was no screen. And I believe it also, they also offered their own cellular service, which I'm not surprised that they, that went away because it's like, I'm sure that coverage could not have been good. If it's just like. It was just Boca Raton. Yes. <laughs> Local. Jada no. Bug. What's the, it's Boca uh, Raton. And then what's, um, what's the, the place? uh Mira Loma here in California where there's oh. a lot of like old people who it's like one of the it's like a strange place haven't you heard of it it's like this suburb like 
like here in Southern California, where most of the old people who go there end up living till they're 100 or close to it. I did not know that. Is it like, wait, like as though the neighborhood is enchanted or just old, pe old people go to live there? No, it's as if the neighborhood's enchanted. There are certain <gasps> places in the world where there's a lot of centennials, people who live to be 100 or over. So like there's some, a certain place in Italy and a certain place in Greece where that's the case. And then there's a place here in California. So there's like- And it's called Miralome. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. That's where I'm going to find my next husband. <laughs> it's true. Okay, no, what like, would you say? <laughs> I think it's like near Rancho Cucamonga or something. Okay, truly, how would you feel if I started dating a, what's older, octogenarian? Like, literally, what if I was like, his name's Brad, he has a kid, I know that's weird, and then the kid's like 60 because he's 90. <laughs> I would ask you, well, first thing I would ask is, how does Chris feel about this? <laughs> Imagine wheeling your, your elderly husband in. Did you see that SNL sketch where Cecily Strong had to, had to get, had to like, had, was ovulating and she had to like get on, like fuck her like elderly husband while she was like having girls night at someone's apartment. And she was like, guys, we're just, it's fine. And then like, she sits down on him and Bill Hader plays the old guy's like, and she's, it was the funniest sketch. Worse, it, did they do this in that sketch? But like, I just imagine like, okay, if he were like, say 98, yeah. but I dressed him like a young man. So yeah. I like, have like fresh, like Nike airs, <laughs> like a little bomber jacket. And then we like, he had like three hairs left and we bleached them and like, <laughs> I don't like when old guys dress so young that nothing they're wearing is like something that their age group should wear. It's all or should, yeah. I don't like that because it literally looks like you took a 25 year old and sucked the life out of him. Like, like Hocus Pocus style. One time I was at Soho house and there was an, a, a middle-aged man there that was like probably in his sixties. And I remember literally like looking at him and then like, he was wearing like, like Air Jordans and they were like bright neon green with like cool, like, I don't know. But I literally was like, Ugh! like you should not, sir, that is not okay. I've seen the, the old guy, the like hip old guy try to do that where it's like, and they'll just do it in a very jarring way. So maybe they're wearing a full three piece suit, right? And then it's like neon Air Jordans and you're like, in no way are you cool or good looking enough anymore to pull this off. Just wear a nice classic shoe and you'll look great. You know? He was wearing a black button-up, which is also like, especially if you go to Newport Beach, if you go to Newport Beach where the Real Housewives and their men live, it's black button-down shirt, uh, some like kind of wider leg jeans and like yeah. square tip black yeah. night shoes. It's all, it's like their uniform. I'm always like, you've been divorced. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, it's all men who've never thought then about again, we all have, but... looking good for anyone. Yeah. I miss my husband. <laughs> um, so Nancy want, Nash is a lesbian. Yes. Um, congratulations. Thank you so much. What a win for the community. <laughs> what a great win. Honestly, I feel like I kind of already knew that. Like when Really? Like, I, yeah. When everyone was like, Nisi Nash got married to a woman, I was like, I think I knew that. Interesting. I, I, ha I had no idea. I didn't even I, know she'd gotten divorced from her ex-husband. I'm not surprised that she is bisexual. She, um, 
bisexual or lesbian. I don't know which one she identifies, but she's queer in some way. Whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she looked beautiful. She's so pretty. She's one of those people, like, the older she gets, the prettier she looks. Did you ever see the American version of that British show, Getting On, on HBO? So good. Like, seriously, one of the best shows. It's, like, one of those unsung shows. I tell people all the time. So good. So good. She's her best acting. Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash was amazing in it. And then it was um, Aunt Jackie from Roseanne, who yeah. was the, she was great in it too. I forgot yeah. her name. I know. Yeah. Um, no, Niecy Nash, I literally was like, she should get an Emmy for that. I mean, they were honestly all amazing, but so Niecy good. Nash should get an Emmy. She was so good. Honestly, uh, so good. Oh, did you yeah. hear that Hassan Minaj's show got canceled on Netflix? I did. I did. R.A.P. That sucks. But there's all these allegations coming out saying that his workplace was like toxic for women of color or something. Mm, interesting yeah but no one's really talking about it but like on the like edges of the internet people are making noise about it so I do expect that to like kind of I don't know come out if if those allegations are true um then I think that we're gonna start hearing more and more about that um you know yeah uh, I didn't, but that I was surprising yeah, yeah I hadn't heard anything but that's that's the thing about Netflix that I've noticed have you noticed about Netflix that they just like I have no I thought Patriot Act was I'm I'm not going to talk about the allegations because I don't know too much about that I just know I just wanted to mention them because um it's fair to mention that people have come out and said that but just talking about the show I had no idea that Patriot Act wasn't doing good I guess I'm guessing that's why Netflix canceled it um but is netflix is still doing that thing where they don't release the data for their ratings right so no one really knows like how well any of the shows are doing so that's annoying to me because it seems like netflix just cancels stuff all of a sudden and i thought that it was doing well like people were talking about it it was always like on my like suggested picks to watch yeah, have you have you had like had a show on Netflix that you've liked and then they just like canceled for no reason? Yeah, I'm trying to think of. I'm sure I have. I'm trying to think of one. But what's weird about them too is that they don't. Um, they don't like because they don't follow a traditional season schedule. You know, it's not yeah. like oh the new episodes in the fall or whatever. I feel like also shows don't have a chance to be like, hey, we need to do a big ratings push because of X, Y, or Z, or like you know what I mean. Like they don't. It's kind of like okay, you have six months to get this many viewers or whatever and if you do you don't like I don't know right. it's a weird promotional schedule so I feel like people it's hard for people to find it and also I mean I don't know I just always feel like those types of daily shows are very um they're just very hard to keep on other than like the daily show you know especially those like topical news because unless you're doing something drastically different than everybody which honestly he he had a lot of actually great segments so I'll, I'll give him that yeah he did um um but yeah, I don't know. It's those types of shows I think are just hard to keep viewers. You know what I think though? It does have to do with the fact that it was on a streaming platform and not on a cable or network because I was thinking about why the why these types of com- political comedy late night shows don't work on streaming at least right now. They're not working like they canceled Patriot Act, they canceled I Love You America on Hulu. Mm-hmm. You know, um they canceled Michelle Wolf's show. These shows on streaming for some reason don't work, and I have a theory as to why. I think it's because when you're on streaming, I think most people are not, unless it's a reality show, they don't want to watch, like, something that's unscripted, right? But I think because 
the people who still have like regular television, they will watch something that's like an unscripted late night show because it just comes on their TV, like on HBO, if, they, if you have normal HBO or like Comedy Central, right? But if you have just like streaming, I feel like most people don't want to watch those shows all the way through on like a streaming platform. You're looking for like narrative or you're looking for like a fun reality show, I think. And I think it's also because most of these shows get seen on YouTube, like like in terms of the clips that they put out. Because I was reading that like they are looking more at um, like the views that each clip gets. And I think there's something about um, that, about how yeah, it just works say... better with like TV stuff transferring over to YouTube where most people see that, right? Versus streaming and then transferring over to YouTube. I don't know what it is about why it's not working as much on streaming, but I think it has something to do with like TV. And you know how like on regular TV, you can't stop it. Whatever's on is just going to be on, right? So they well, can that's what I was like, gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. It for those news shows, it's often like either sandwiched between news or like the show you're watching. You're like forced to watch it basically. And it just like naturally fits in with the programming that you're like consuming. So right. to me, that makes like perfect sense. It's kind of an in-platform like type of programming, but nobody's like searching on Netflix to find X, Y, and Z. And also, even when you watch Netflix, Netflix, they have recommended, but they don't start like they don't just start viewing, they don't air viewing blocks you know what I mean you have to right. like hunt and find for the thing you want and also when you're doing that you're also oftentimes like ready to binge watch a show you want to sit down and get into a drama you want to sit down and get into a comedy you don't want this like yeah so it's just different platforms different viewing habits so I always find those to be often ill-fated do you have is one of those shows um, because here are the shows that have done well and are working and I'm separating these shows from just regular late night right so Conan is like a regular late night show right but so Sam B hit, it's working. Yeah. Um, the Daily Show, of course, it's been an institution. It's it's working. Um, Last week tonight with John Oliver, Real yeah. Time with Bill Maher. Those are the ones that are kind of like oh, and I know this is on network, and I guess was like formerly a regular late night show, but it is now in like the political realm. Late Night with Seth Meyers is working, mm -hmm. um, and Colbert. Colbert is pretty political too. Um, do you, any one of those is like, because I feel like every person who likes those types of shows has the show that's like their show. Like some people are like, I'm a daily show person. I love Seth Meyers. Like, do you, do you have a person that you watch? I feel like, um, I don't, I don't watch a ton. I'm just, I'm just a clip watcher, you know, like. No, that's what I mean. Like, do you um, have a, some, a clip I, of a person that you keep going back to, like Sam B or it would Seth be Meyers? Like, um, it would be like right currently right now like yeah. trevor noah sam b because especially with the daily show daily show is one has like hands down crushed it in quarantine yeah like they made the transition the best they're doing the most effective like i think the format was already quite conducive somehow to it because i think yes. also because daily shows a much smaller crowd yeah um so i think there's more of an intimacy that just translates well and as we've talked about trevor knows a stand-up so he's better at Trevor's oh, doing so good. Like he was doing good on the regular show, but he is doing like so good. This in is the making him, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and Sambi, I love her. I just don't like have access to TBS really. I see a clip here and there. Um, and Seth Meyers and stuff, I, I haven't watched much. Usually when I watch late night, it's more for like panel interviews. Oh, got it, um, got it. But you know, who, also, 
-hmm. No, you go. Early on, like when the election had first happened, I was watching Seth Meyers a lot more. Also, I think that's around the time he was had started. So his oh. show was really like getting um, more traction. Um, yeah. Um, I, I like all of them, but I am a recent convert to John Oliver. I think he oh, is yes, 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 yes. best. He is so yes. fucking good. I mean, I knew he was funny, okay? Because yeah. I knew him from The Daily Show. His show, Last Week Tonight, it is one of the best political, social commentary, comedy, late night shows out there. And I think one reason it is, and I, I've just been binging his stuff, um, his yeah. quarantine material and the stuff that's before his quarantine material too. Um, I think the reason he is so good um, is he, obviously he, he's very good, but because it's like one episode a week and not an episode every day or like four times a week, like today's show I think does a new episode Monday through Thursday, because it's like an episode once a week, they don't like, they're not like chained to the 24 hour news cycle. So they like pick a topic and then just go deep into the topic. So yeah. I feel like I learned so much more and there's actually like more comedy to mine because you're going into a topic where you could have like 15 punchlines about the same topic, but you're going more in depth about the topic. And I just cannot stop watching his show. It is such a good show. And like, my boyfriend is like sick of it. He does not like hearing any more John Oliver, <laughs> but I just think he is so good. He is so good. No. And that's actually what I think the perfect format for that type of show is because the truth is like, if you're going to that show, you want commentary, you want facts and stuff, but like yeah. everybody else, they can only go like an inch deep. You know what I mean? Right. And he can go like a, he, an inch wide, but a mile deep. And that's like what you want from a subject. Also it's like, cause I want to, if a, there's a subject there, I don't want the like soundbite headlines. You want the no. like full bigger picture. Yeah. They do. I feel like I saw like a researcher position for that job before. I mean that show. And it was like, Oh my God. Like I was like, it's like, it felt like you would have to be a grad student helping like some really famous like oh yeah PhD with their research it's so freaking in it's so crazy it's definitely so shout out to them seriously out of all those uh comedy political commentary late night shows that is the closest one to like actual real journalism 100 percent. Yeah. I, I truly think it is you know um and yeah. then i think the person who I also really like, I don't watch her as much, but I think she's great, um, is Sam B. I do think Sam B is doing great. Yeah. And then Trevor too. And what I do like about Trevor is because The Daily Show, the structure of it, there's so many different segments. It's not just Trevor's desk segment in which he's right. doing great, but there's many different segments. Like actually Jabuki just did a correspondent piece where he was Zooming with this like 19 or 20 year old gay Republican who had a boyfriend. And it was so funny to watch because Jabuki just laughed in this dude's face like several times. And it was really good. Like, I just thought it was such a good um, correspondent piece. And I was hesitant to watch it because I was like, how is a correspondent piece going to really work over Zoom? And I mean, it was funny, you know, it was really Did good. He, what was the Republican saying? He was, he literally said um, that he thinks that um, Trump did a lot for the economy prior to the pandemic, and that's why he's going to vote for him. And he also said that Trump does a lot for gay people, yet failed to list any examples of what exactly did for gay people. And he's talking very, like, matter-of-factly and, um, and, like, as if he's smart. Like, people are talking in a, in a cadence that makes them seem smart. 
But then you remember, he's like a 19 or 20 year old kid who is gay and thinks that this president is good. Like, he was a child like three years ago when um, when Trump got into office and was even more of a child during the election, child during the election. Like, he really doesn't know anything for himself. He's basically just regurgitating things that people have told him. I truly believe that because, and that's me giving him the benefit of the doubt, because if he is, if he is a 19 or 20 year old who has done his research and still is pro-Trump, then I think he's either evil or a stupid person or both, you know? Um, so hopefully because he's so young, he changes his tune. But of course, drum roll, he was white. So yeah. Yeah. I, that didn't need to be said. That was, yeah, assumed. that was just, yeah. <laughs> Um, here's a question who, cause I was thinking, I was like, I mean, I know that there's like gay Republicans and like that whole thing, yeah. but I was like, who is doing Melania's hair and makeup and clothing? I don't know. Is don't it, know it one? Cause I was like, I feel like a lot of designers, like they, when she got to office and whatever, they collectively like, um, they like blacklisted her, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know who's like designing her new little like Nazi outfits or whatever, like that freaking Hitler like military. Oh, that Ava Braun. Suit. <laughs> yeah, the Ava Braun. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, somebody must do her hair and makeup and and must design for her and must be like, you look amazing. Like I love you. You're you're my first lady. Like I'm like, who is this horrible person? I don't know. I um, there's a lot. There's unfortunately like not a lot, but there's a good amount of like queers and gay men, especially white gay men, for Trump. I don't know yeah. what it is. And uh, damn, these Republican National Convention, uh, the, the several days of it, they paraded out their like people of color who were pro-Trump. It's so embarrassing watching that. Like I was like, you are, you guys are embarrassing, you know, especially that like, what was that girl? Like uh, Karen, Karen Guilafoyle. She's like half Puerto Rican. She's fucking- Crazy town. Who, who's ex? Newsom. That's Gavin Newsom's ex. It, she's the one who was like, "Welcome America," right? Yeah, that crazy. Yeah, that's his ex. Isn't that hilarious? And apparently, he cheated on her with her best friend. These <laughs> people drama. are crazy. I mean, Gavin sure. Newsom um, is also not doing a good job. I'm not calling him, you know, a speaker at the Re Republican National Convention, but he's also not doing a good job as a governor yeah. of California. I um I just googled okay uh Melania's hairstylist name is Mordecai Alvo and he's been doing her hair for 12 years. Okay. Um so she had a gay already in her pocket. And he's Ivanka's longtime makeup artist. Oh no, that was somebody else. Oh no. Jonathan, did you know this? What? Ivanka Trump's longtime makeup artist Alexa Rodolfo is a Mexican immigrant. <sighs> oh no. I mean, wow. I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, there are conservative Mexicans, conservative um, Mexican Americans. Like, it's just. Would you, I would die to be a fly on the wall in those rooms, though. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, she must just always be. I just imagine it being like, um, like Lucille Bluth and her housekeeper. You know her. Yeah. Like dynamic, like just freaking crazy. Uh, um, I don't know if Melania is like Lucille Bluth because Melania is like an Eastern European immigrant, but I do think that the system that she's around, I think it's like that. Like basically 
this whole like conservative Republican, like the people that she's surrounded by, I think are, yeah, definitely like basically like that, like Lucille Bluth, but worse. Um, I just don't know if Melania, I just get the sense that Melania just kind of found herself in this situation in that she got married to Donald Trump, I think, to level herself up and to to make to give herself security and for the money and everything. But I don't really think she thought he was gonna like run for president and win. And now she's just like stuck in this like thing where because she's married to him, she has to like show support, you know? Um, but I don't really think Melania thinks that deeply about any of this before or or during, you know? I mean, yeah. remember, she just plagiarized Michelle Obama's speech. Let's never forget that. That is insane. That or is... speechwriters did, because she doesn't write. Of, of course. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But, no, I but, know. Crazy. But the, but the fact that she didn't even catch that this was a plagiarized speech like, is crazy, because usually a first lady is more like, politically aware and politically involved, but she just strikes me, and I hate to say this, she strikes me as still someone who, even though she's rich now, she's still in this mentality of, I'm an immigrant in this very hard country to exist in as an immigrant, especially from, I know she's white, but like an Eastern European, like poorer country. She still strikes me as someone who is like in survival mode. Like I must do this to survive and get and secure myself, you know? Well, for sure. She, I could, fucks out, she fucks over everyone else. I could watch all those memes of every time he, like, reaches for her or her face changing. Like, it is Katie, so funny. Katie, did you see the recent, the recent video from, like, a week or two ago? He tried to grab her hand twice. Twice, and she pulls it away. It was a brand new one. Not the, not the same one that we saw from, like, last year. I love the ones, too, where every time her face is, like... Like... Yeah. So good. Maybe see- one day... Oh yeah. That Baron Trump, the uh, Trump's son, is like wearing like anti-Trump shirts. There was like an anti-Trump shirt he was wearing while they were crossing the the White House lawn. Wait, does he is that for sure or was that photoshopped? I'm finding it right now. Keep talking. Because I'm also dying for all of the Kellyanne Conway, Claudia Conway, her daughter. Oh yeah. Going off is like delicious. One day I wonder we'll get a tell-all book out of somebody someday. Oh, maybe it was fake. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. He was wearing a black shirt and someone photoshopped I miss Obama on the black shirt. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, now I see that it is fake um, because I'm seeing the real pictures and he just has like a regular black shirt. Um, yeah, but he I would never be it. allowed to do it. Yeah. Um, is he allowed to speak? I don't know. I just feel bad for him because he's just some kid who's like, oh, I guess my dad's like evil and like the ruler of the free world, you know? I can relate to that, except for my dad has no power, but my dad is evil. Yeah, it's like, I know we're not, I don't feel bad for Baron Trump in that he's a rich kid and is better off compared to most people in this country, let alone the world. But what I do feel bad for him about is just being stuck in the situation because me and you both um, have talked recently about like rich people who maybe like are stuck in like really difficult situations, um, especially as kids. And me just being like very thankful that I was not in that situation, you know, even though yeah. yes, there's money and, and riches and stuff. But remember you are stuck with like awful parents too. 
especially yeah. at that level of like yeah. just awfulness. And you, I, I legit, I genuinely do feel bad. I just always wonder if he's going to be the one to flip because the rest of them are just like so entrenched, you know, but he's, first of all, he's Gen Z. Maybe he has a secret TikTok we don't know about. Maybe. Although, did you see, there was like this super, cause he's getting really tall, right? Yeah. And there's this like super tall, like militarized protester that's been going around to these protests and like intimidating the police. And he's like fully masked and fully just like, and people like had a joke theory that it was actually Baron Trump. And that's why he wasn't showing his face because they, Baron Trump had a growth spurt cause he's in puberty and he's going to be like a tall man. He'll be taller than Trump. Yeah. Um, Cause I think Trump is like six, three. He's also very tall. Um, but Baron, you know, he's, he got super tall and the guy kind of fit his body type, like tall and lanky, you know? Um, that is so funny. That would be I really cool. I also think, don't you think statistically, and I'm like, this isn't a joke or anything, but like of all his Trump, of all his children, cause he has like 50 million. I'm like, wouldn't it be amazing if Baron was like the gay liberal one? Like, and then he like disowned his family, kind of did a like, I feel I'm trying to think of how somebody else who's done that. He became like, a single lady? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like kind of like, like an Anderson Cooper who grew up rich, who grew up very like privileged, but who was like, I'm going to be like, liberal and cool and like go to war or whatever you know anderson cooper betrayed kathy griffin and left her to the that wolves is, when she needed true. him most with that fucking head scandal which was to me not even a big deal um that is and true, actually. now look what trump's doing i bet if she did that now everyone would be like yeah we're fine with that you know yeah um, so anderson cooper's dead dead to me dead <laughs> yes. to me he's trapped but it could be but it would be wonderful i I hope we should live as long to see one of them flip hard. I mean, other than, I mean, his niece already flipped, but like, and his sister apparently too. And his sister, did you hear that recording of her being like, and someone took his SATs for him and he didn't do this on his own. And he didn't do this on his own. It's like, we already knew that it's so crazy how transparent his life is. Like we already knew you know? this before she um, gave us the facts, you know? Yeah. It also made me think of like, oof, if somebody has ever recorded me talking about my family, oh boy, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it's you. You've recorded yourself yeah. for 10 years. Repeatedly. On stage. Yeah. Oh, this <laughs> month was um, my 10-year stand-up anniversary. Felicidades. Yeah. And yours what? was back in February, right? Yeah. How do you, um, how did you feel? Did you honor it with anything? No. The only good thing is I got, um, I got my first manager. So that was a good, that happened uh, last, last month. And that was the. That Alert, happened. guys. That happened on my 10 year anniversary. That is so, honestly, it's so crazy. It's so meant to be. It, it, it's crazy because it happened during a pandemic, Katie, right? I, I know, we keep talking about it, the, un, the unimaginable. How? It's incredible. Did it's not incredible. ever think that, that, I thought nothing good would happen during this time, right? <laughs> um, but also to happen during the month that was my 10 year um, anniversary, which was August, and um, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I, I genuinely like the person, which is great. That's honestly, it's incredible. Yeah, We're yeah. so, Baguette and I, <laughs> my new manager. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's obnoxious to be like, I got a manager, but honestly. No, it's huge. It's huge. I, yes. It's huge. And I'm not someone who's been doing this for like a year and a half and just got a manager. It's like, I've been doing this 10 years, which I know is no, not a long time compared to like, Laurie Kilmartin, who's a great, amazing comic, but is still a significant amount of time 
Um, and most people, I mean, look at so many people who we know get representation way before that, way before yeah. that. Like, like sometimes it seems like some people get it right out of the gate, you know? Um, but, uh, no, you should be happy. And in the words of, um, something, a, a, a younger, more successful comic once told me, Katie, I'm not going to apologize for my success. <laughs> yeah I, I, that person shall not be named <laughs> it, it was me <laughs> and i was talking about my success uh after my promotion at in and out burger <laughs> oh my god um, um yeah so that was cool did you do anything no, for your for your tenure although your tenure you were lucky because you got to celebrate your tenure right before the pandemic so we this i was guess i did yeah um i don't think i did anything probably bombed just to just to keep it um consistent <laughs> that is not true <laughs> no i can't remember but honestly it was also actually it was like two weeks before the pandemic started so i don't you know we were all all over the place yeah yeah baguette and i i want to i want to wake the cat up again but he's baguette wasn't me. even born <laughs> i know isn't that crazy literally I know. My next podcast, you're just going to see me with like just slices all over my face. And I'll be like, I love him. We're doing great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> He's my best friend. Um, well, guys, until next time, Baguette and I always say bye. Goodbye. <laughs>